Welcome to a, another episode of Cinema at the OK Corral. I'm Logan, and my co-host is Ryan. How's it hey, going, Ryan? Going good, man. How are you? Good, good. It's been a while. Um, our last episode was about seven, eight months ago. <laughs> and uh, uh, if you listened to the last episode, uh, you would know that... Um, my wife was just about to give birth and she gave birth and um, being a dad's awesome, but it also um, to do it right. It's a little bit more work than I anticipated. So <laughs> we had to, we had to take a little hiatus, but um, baby and mom are doing great. And, uh, and so now we're going to try to get back into the swing of things and get pump one of these out once a month for everybody. And, and hopefully they like it all. Yeah, nice yeah glad uh glad to be back in the saddle oh yeah <laughs> so uh this month's episode is my name is nobody and uh why don't you give us the imdb description of that ryan right on yeah so the imdb description says a young easygoing gunman starred by terrence hill worships and competes with an old gunfighter which is played by henry fonda who only wants to retire so short short and sweet description there yeah <clears throat> so this is one of the uh, spaghetti westerns um sergio leone um he didn't direct it but i think he he produced it and kind of co-wrote it so it's one of his works more of a comedy than like the uh the Clint Eastwood spaghetti westerns that he's more known for. Um, and Terrence Hill, he looks very like any other American actor, but he's, he's an Italian actor. His uh, real name is Mario Giroti. I, I'm sure I'm destroying that pronunciation, but um, and I believe it's also called Italian. So <laughs> yeah, excuse me, pardon <laughs> yeah. me. Yeah, <laughs> get it right. <laughs> and uh, he plays uh, nobody, so he he plays the uh, title character, and then Henry Fonda, like you said, he plays Jack Beauregard, which is an awesome like 1800s name. Um, and he plays the old gunfighter. He's a great American actor, probably best known for, uh, Grapes of Wrath. Um, and he's the father of Jane and Peter Fonda. Um, Jane was super hot and we're both from Georgia. So we know her as Ted Turner's ex-wife, um, saw her at the Braves games and stuff. Um, but um, Henry Fonda also played in about 10 or 12 or probably even more than that, actually, um, Westerns himself, um, and some pretty good ones, some ones that we'll definitely get into, um, at some point, um, he played Wyatt Earp in My Darling Clementine and, uh, Fort Apache was a good one. The 10 star was a pretty good one. Um, the Oxbow incident was, was a good one, all kind of, um, with, well, with the exception of the 10 star, which was in the fifties, which has, uh, 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 
what's his name in it? The uh, psycho fella, um, Anthony uh, Perkins. Yeah, Anthony Perkins. And so um, I'm sure we'll get get to another uh, Henry Fonda um, Western. He's in Fort Apache, which is a great one with John Wayne. And uh, I think Shirley Temple is in that one oh, wow. as well as a teenager. So, yeah, he's um, must be he's, an old one. Yeah, yeah. He's he's a great uh, actor, and he's and he's great in this one as well. So, um, yeah, uh, we'll just uh, get into the movie um, good stuff. Good background info. Oh yeah. So really, one of the first scenes you see is uh, uh, Henry Fonda, who's Jack. We'll call him Jack in this movie um, because that's his name in the movie. (laughs) Um, uh, Those weren't air quotes, and we'll call him Jack. uh, (laughs) Anything. Mr. Beauregard. (laughs) Yes, Mr. Beauregard. (laughs) But... um, so kind of one of the first scenes is, is him going into a barbershop to, um, you know, get a shave and a haircut, but there's some, uh, trickiness involved. Looks like there's some, uh, few fellas that kind of take over the barbershop looking to, looking to kill or, or do some harm to Jack. And, um, it's, uh, pretty interesting they they you know the let's see yeah i yeah. hear that it was just like a real you know starts off no no dialogue or anything but you have this like ticking clock that's just <laughs> yeah just you ticking. can the the tenseness you know builds with with that as well with the ticking clock which is pretty cool um I got here, they pull like a Christmas story on the kid who's at the barber shop and they put some soap in his mouth. Oh, uh, yeah. Kind of shutting him up, you know. So, and the, uh, and the shaving cream in the uh, the real barber's mouth. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> so I wonder if they'll get uh, soap poisoning like, like the kid from Christmas story. So, but, um, you know, Jack is, is smart enough to know, um, when he sits down to get a shave, even though it's not the real barber, uh, he's smart enough to keep his gun on him and, and point it right at the, the guy <laughs> who's, who's shaving him, who's actually looking to do him some harm. Um, but yeah, that, that ticking clock thing is it, it really, when you combine that where that's like pretty much the only sound that you hear, you know, you hear, um, jack being shaven and it's it's almost like they had the microphone right on his face while they were shaving him you know oh yeah that's yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah it was it was a mic up like crazy uh and that the uh the real barber looked it looked a lot like daniel stern to me (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah uh yeah he he definitely had uh, uh had some home alone vibes to him but um (laughs) yeah so the uh you know he's he's doing he's getting a good shave from the the 
fake barber. And meanwhile, there's two other guys outside that are kind of getting antsy um, because they're all, you know, you can't just bring one guy to take down Jack Beauregard. So um, they get a little antsy while, while he's getting shaved and he gets a really good shave from this fake barber. And um, my, my first thought was, man, there's like, he didn't put, he's not going to put any aftershave on that would like kill my face if I didn't have any aftershave on. Oh yeah. Um, wow. I stopped. I think we both stopped shaving a long time ago. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thank God. Oh yeah. So, so much better, but the, uh, they're the bandits outside are getting jumpy and one of them fires, uh, inside barely misses Jack and, and hits the mirror that he's looking at. And then, Jack kills all three of them just like that. Yeah. Um, you know, and, um, the real barber, you know, comes in with the, with the son and, uh, Jack's a pretty good guy. He leaves him, he leaves him some, the money, uh, for the shave, even though he didn't do the shave. So he's, uh, he, he seems to be a pretty good guy. Yeah. And, um, what did the kid say? The kid said, uh something after jack leaves that um he only heard one gun shot oh yeah but he hit three yeah that's right hit he only heard one shot but he got uh i guess he shot them so quick it only sounded like one one uh, bullet <laughs> mm-hmm. and um his his father goes yep nobody is faster than him so a little foreshadowing there and um so actually some real good foreshadowing because the next scene is is uh with terrence hill who's plays nobody and um my notes basically say he's being he looks like a dingus in water <laughs> trying to catch a fish with a big old tree limb yeah it's like hillbilly um, hand fishing <laughs> yeah so he catches like this fly or something and like I don't kill oh, yes. it or whatever that, and just puts his, it in the water. That's part of his deal is showing up. He's so fast that he can like catch flies and stuff. Yeah. He's, he's like the, um, the Western version of, uh, like a Kung Fu master or something like that. You know, <laughs> can, that's a, that's a good uh, analogy. Yeah. Can, uh, grab a fly by its wings, you know, or something like that. So, and, uh, you know, the, during this time too, you, you hear uh, the theme music playing, and oh. it's super. It is super seventies. It is goofy. <laughs> uh, if it's okay, I'll I'll play uh, just a little short clip here of, of oh yeah the, uh, of the theme song here, and bear with me. So let me uh, let me click all the buttons here, and and let's see. Okay, uh, I'll hit share. Yeah, here we go. So, yeah, that that flute comes in and that's when you're like, all right, this this might get out of hand quickly with this music. So 
Um, but yeah, it's it's very like early seventies kind of. I don't yeah. know, and it, hippie it, rock or something like that. It plays that know. that yeah that flute throughout throughout the film. So this and the score was done by that uh, Eno Morricone. I'm probably saying that wrong, but he did like a bunch of those western uh you know the the sound uh, yeah the, the spaghetti sound. westerns right yeah yeah so it's um it's it's worth watching the movie just just for the uh sound throughout it, it, it the sound effects and the music are just kind of over the top um which is kind of fun to see i mean yeah it's a, it's a comedy so it's got to be light and goofy right yeah and um jack and nobody throughout this entire movie they end up coming you know together somehow and uh seeing each other so jack rides away from the barber shop and then he he rolls up and sees nobody with a big old tree limb over his head and um nobody's able to beat a fish over the head and catch it and um you know he he just looks like a little kid who just caught a fish when he catches the <laughs> fish he's like look what i did you know <laughs> yeah yeah he's pretty much a he's basically a cartoon character in yeah. this movie uh-huh he he's very bugs bunny yeah in this full, movie full pranks he's a he's a prank he's a trickster but um you know jack doesn't pay him any mind he's just like all right that that guy's weird <laughs> and and goes off and um this movie also kind of um halfway through it i kind of started to realize it, it's kind of got like add or something it jumps a whole lot so from scene to scene so you're kind of like you kind of have to pay attention to it because um it all makes sense in the end but it, you know from scene to scene you're kind right. of like, what what does this have to do with anything so yeah kind of kind of just dives into to dialogue and stuff and yeah yeah you have to pay attention yeah mm-hmm. so jack uh comes up to an old friend of his red who is has been shot and um you know uh jack asks him who who shot him and he he said uh you know, it was Jack himself um, when he started looking for Red, you know, so the word got out. So, and that's the other thing Jack is constantly trying to um, check uh, messages, uh, telegram messages to New Orleans and back. And, you know, you're trying to figure that out as well. Like what's, what's he doing there with it that? It seemed like, wasn't he putting off paying like some, like it was $500 for, yeah, he, for something. Yeah. <laughs> he, he was putting off that. So he was indebted to someone and, you know, just kept on putting it off. Um, so then there's that scene, you know, red, red just dies. And then it goes to another scene where there's this guy named Sullivan and he owns a gold mine and uh, he's talking to the leader of the wild bunch who plays a role in this movie. Um, It's like a hundred dudes on horseback. Um, 
and they're kind of going back and forth, but it, it seems to me like it doesn't have too much gold there anymore. But um, this guy Sullivan's basically hiring the wild bunch to steal gold for him and uh, store it all there at, at his mine. So that's a little, a nice little uh, 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 arrangement that they have going on with each other. And um, um, I believe you had something about his, his gun or something like that, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> The guy, it was, it wasn't Sullivan, but it was the guy talking to Sullivan about killing Jack. He had a, a pretty awesome uh, sawed-off shotgun. I was like, yeah, it was like in his in his gun belt, though. It was yeah. like holstered. Yeah, he means he means business. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, and then that scene's over with, and then you find nobody. Um, just kind of walking along and he, and he, um, sees three goons at this junk store. Um, and this is like a very slapstick, like cartoonish type scene. Um, oh, yeah. With the, the basket, the bomb in the basket. Yeah. And <laughs> even was dynamite, the whole thing is, is kind of uh, funny, but one of them's called honest John and, um, they're, super hostile to to nobody and he's just kind of like playing it cool like i don't want any trouble you know walks away um he does have a good line where it says uh this the secret to a long life is to try not to shorten it and um oh yeah another one of the goons is uh mario brega who he he was in all three of the clint eastward Clint Eastwood trilogy, um, spaghetti westerns. He usually played like the big brute type guy, and this one he kind of plays like the big dumb brute. So, <clears throat> so um, that this was just like it was a small thing, but it it made me laugh when the um the, when the bomb went off. It he like threw it out, and it, it was there was some building like across across the uh from where nobody was and he just and they're like oh you know they're they're all on the ground and he goes up to one of them and he's like do you want a hand <laughs> he reaches it with his foot <laughs> i yeah, don't know that was that was a pretty good scene <laughs> and uh, you know for some reason jack is in that same town uh of course and uh nobody sees him and like these three goons actually want nobody to hand Jack the the bomb, you know, to kill Jack. And um, you know, so they um they nobody and Jack like see each other again and nobody's like his biggest fan, oh, yeah. basically. And um you pick up some some single white female vibes from nobody with Jack. He's like, just knows all the men that he killed and all his famous things like when know? and where. And like, yeah. yeah, all of his, all of his, uh, stats. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, uh, it's like, uh, Robert De Niro in the fan with, uh, with, uh, 
uh, Wesley Snipes or something like that. Just kind of, you, you, you get some weird vibes with him. And, um, you know, he's there to deliver the package. And Jack says, I don't want it. And um, so that's when nobody throws it back out. And, you know, the, the whole junk store blows blows up and that's that's when he's like you need a hand (laughs) and um but the big thing is nobody wants to see jack uh take out the entire wild bunch like a hundred a hundred dudes on horseback he wants to see them all taken out by one man you know one against a hundred get them in the history books (laughs) right that was yeah he, and, he wanted um, that. and you know you, you right after he walks out and he he asks one of them do you need a hand he, they kind of buck up on him and and he starts showing off his pistol skills a little bit to them and uh he's pretty fast so they they kind of uh you know go back those three goons they they kind of just were like oh yeah sorry aren't my bad you know and um and so you know nobody's just as fast as jack or it, it appears to be that he's um just as fast as jack is and um somehow he ends up nobody ends up getting a duster and the duster there's dusters like all over this movie and they're all, Oh yeah. They're sweet. <laughs> they're all pretty awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Matt yeah, and I, Harley I like, would approve. I like how, <laughs> I like how they, uh, like that there's like a, uh, a loop or a, a button or something that they can like button it when they're, you know, in a showdown, they can get to their gun easily. There's like a side button or whatever. <laughs> right and um yeah and so again this movie jumps all over the place um jack is looking for the nevada kid and he comes up on some some indians and asks them um if they've seen a white man around you know and um made me think of uh righteous gemstones where were those whites headed um <laughs> yeah so they're looking all around um and and no nobody ends up showing up again in the graveyard where Nevada kid is buried and so like Jack's basically had it with with nobody at this point he's he's done with him following him and and he doesn't want to do his you know 100 verse one and go down in history and all that kind of stuff he just wants to be left alone he just wants to put put up the uh the six shooter and and leave (laughs) yeah now is this is this where he's shooting at his hat and yeah yeah a bunch of times (laughs) Uh uh-huh and and um he shoots he does like the the robin hood trick where he like hits the same target, same spot on the target every single time so he's like hitting the same hole and oh yeah nobody's nobody's hat 
the entire time, you know, while he's shooting it off. And it's, it's probably, um, it's kind of probably unrealistic. Uh, nobody probably would have gotten his head blown off. Um, cause you know, they weren't that accurate back then in those that's, days. That's a pretty cool way to say like back off. Like, uh, I've, I've got skills too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, um, and then again, you see the wild bunch just start riding. You don't know where they're riding to or why or, or what, but it's like a full on posse. Yeah, they've, and they've got their own theme music too. I, I don't have it. Oh yeah, up here, but like yeah, they've they've got their own little music. Every time it cuts to them, it starts playing their own wild bunch music. <laughs> uh huh. It's um yeah, like I said, the music alone is is <laughs> worth watching this movie. It's great. It it really matches the uh, the tone of the. <clears throat> you know, the, the comedy aspect of it. Yeah. Yeah. And from there. So, you know, Jack and nobody part ways after Jack shoots his hat off a whole bunch of times and all that. And again, it, it just shows how jumpy and, and kind of weird the movie can get because um, nobody ends up in this, town that's like half town half circus or something like that oh yes it's the it's the pleasure sub pleasure alley or whatever yeah <laughs> very very weird um that this whole like him walking through the town is yes just... i love this this is getting to the part that, <laughs> that i really like um, but, he, um, comes, he comes up on a on a guy on stilts and he's like out of the way shorty or i'll <laughs> step on you and He's he's literally shoots him down the sides. He's shooting his uh, his stilts all the way down until you realize that he's a uh, he's a little he's a little wee man. <laughs> but it, it's funny because when he's on the stilts, he has like a deep voice and he's like, oh, out of the way. But then he, you know, when we find out he's a little person, he's got like a squeaky high pitched voice. Oh yeah, it's, it's really funny. And then um. And then I think he ends up stealing his cigar too. He just kind of, kind of like out bullies the bully there a little bit. Yeah. And then but, I, um, I, I, so after that part, they um, there's like some pie throwing or oh yeah, like throwing the 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 food, food at the these these guys that have their heads and. And it's it's uh this this kind of confused me at first because he's nobody could say you know pie ready and he throws it at the guy that he doesn't throw it at the the guys with their faces you know that everyone else is throwing he throws it at the guy running the thing and it like knocks him down and he's like bleeding I'm like why is he I'm like uh I didn't get it at first I was like why is he bleeding from just like uh some like a little pie but it zooms in and you realize he like took a chunk of wood <laughs> out of the uh i guess what he was standing behind and put it in the pie so he got hit by a chunk of wood <laughs> in uh -huh. the face <clears throat> again uh great accuracy by nobody like oh, yeah. hits him right in the face you know but uh yeah that 
that was a pretty odd and weird scene too. You know, you just see two heads on a target and pies being thrown at them. Um, I don't know, kind of weird. But um, oh yeah, and he he like uh, steals an apple from a baby in while he's going through the town, and um, it, it, it's it's just like. It's just weird. It's a weird scene, to say the least. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then he starts, um, and then he goes into the saloon and sees some some guys uh, participating in kind of a shooting contest there. And um, they, they basically have to uh, drink a, a pint of, of beer or whatever, and then they throw it up in the air and have to shoot it type of deal. And um, so nobody wants in and um, they up the stakes a little bit on them. And what do they do? They pour like two pint glasses of, of whiskey. Yeah. He's, then, yeah, he's not doing it with beer. He's the, the, the first guy was doing it with beer, but the, yeah, they, right. Exactly. They pour a pint glass of, of whiskey. <laughs> and then he, um, then they, <laughs> It, there's like two shot glasses too. There's like a regular shot glass and then like a thimble size yeah, shot glass. It gets too. smaller and smaller the the target that he has to shoot or the glass. And nobody's kind of like uh he's kind of like egging them on a he's little messing, bit. You he's know? acting like it's 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 so tough. He's like, Can we do this with milk instead? Uh-huh. <laughs> it's really funny. <clears throat> but he like chugs the first one and nails it chugs the second one nails it and he's like being drunk or pretending to be drunk the you know or drunker and drunker yeah. as as he drinks just laughing <laughs> yeah <laughs> and uh so at least he's a happy drunk but um you know he <clears throat> he does it with the two smaller shot glasses and then he um shoots the, the smallest one like he throws it at at a guy and the guy catches it and then he shoots it out of that guy's hand yes it is impressive oh yeah but the, the other i don't know his name that the other guy with the weird sounding voice <laughs> yeah he's like lucky lucky shot <laughs> he's he's kind of like it's like a high pitch Barney Fife voice, <laughs> yeah. which is hard to do because it's already pretty high pitch. It's great. It, it threw me off at first. I'm like, this guy sounds totally ridiculous. Yeah, it like he's kind of you know he, he kind of looks rough and I mean he's skinny but he's kind of looks rough and all this kind of stuff and then you hear his voice and you're like, what? Are, what? What? What's going on here? <laughs> yeah. But then the guy that he shoots the the shot glass out of his hand, he kind of uh, gets mad at uh, nobody for doing that. And uh, they kind of have a showdown. And it's kind of a famous scene in, in Westerns where nobody's just like drawing faster than him and slapping him in the face. Oh, yeah, and, that, was, that was awesome. <laughs> like drawing this guy's guns and then smacking him across the face and he just keeps doing it. And, um, I mean, it's kind of funny. It, it's, it's very cartoonish. 
Um, it's very Bugs Bunny-ish. I don't know if, the, if it's some sort of film. Um, like a like it, it's almost like it's being fast forwarded. Yeah, they they like um, they fast forward the scene to make it look um, faster than it. Yeah, probably. Yeah, that was kind of the old trick back in those days. Yeah, you to see that in, in some of those older ones where it's it they do it a couple of times. Um, uh-huh. A little later, to where it's just kind of fast. It makes it look faster. <laughs> Yeah, so it, it's um, you know, it, it it's a it's a pretty cool scene because he's just he just wipes the floor with this guy, but doesn't like hurt, it doesn't kill him or anything like that. You know, he doesn't just want any hum- trouble. Humiliates him, yeah, yeah, just completely humiliates him, <laughs> and um, <clears throat> and then um, you know, randomly. After that, like he walks off, he gets he gets his money, and um, then he goes into this poker room that's in the bar too, I guess. And of course, Sullivan, the gold the gold mine owner, is there, and um, you know they Sullivan's basically like, you know, you're pretty fast. I have a bounty out on Jack Beauregard, so um, you know. Why don't you go kill Jack Beauregard for us, basically? And um, yeah, and that, that takes him aback. He's like, "That's that's kind of a tall order." Yeah. <laughs> so I, I have it here that they he initially offered him two thousand dollars, but then that wasn't doing it, so he kicks in another thousand. So he's he's offered three three grand to 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 duel Jack. Uh-huh. And it's kind of like uh again, it's kind of like kung fu movie type thing because there's all these people kind of looking for Jack and like so he's a wanted man, like they all got a bounty out on him. So there's there's tons of these gunfighters looking for him. And even those goons who who had the bomb, you know, were knew it was Jack and wanted to you know, get the reward money for him and stuff like that. So Jack's got a a bounty on his head for sure. And then um, I believe that's the scene uh, where nobody's just kind of sitting down in, in the middle of the street. And um, Jack shows up to the same, uh, the same town and, you know, it was kind of going to be like, all right, well, as soon as he comes, you think as soon as he comes in, here's here's the showdown between Jack and nobody, but um, nobody ends up helping Jack, um, killing a few of the of the other guys that were paid by Sullivan or, or looking for the bounty on Jack. And um, yeah, th- and this time uh, it's nobody that's that's shooting up. uh jack's hat <laughs> yeah <laughs> and he's all he's doing it all like while sitting down just in a chair in the middle of the like in the middle of the street or whatever so um and he does the same trick yeah shooting in the same same hole um of the of jack's hat and all that kind of stuff so um 
pretty cool scene. They they see the uh, bomb makers there as well again, and um, during all that, and um, you know, nobody kind of makes quick work of them, and um, and basically is like they they end up blowing up again, and it's very cartoonish, you know, type of thing. But um, yeah, there's yeah, a lot of, I, lot, lots of explosions in this one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it's it's um, it would almost be better as like a Looney Tunes cartoon, yeah, with all the explosions that they have, you know. But um, you know, the bomb makers are trying to blow them, blow up Jack, and um, you know, nobody gets the gets the drop on him, and he. You know, they end up lighting this bomb and then have nowhere to go because they got a gun pointed to them. And um, uh, I think there's something else where they, they or no, they end up um, getting caught on this huge door that they have to hold up. And, um, and nobody says, you know, if the spirit is willing, the flesh has the strength of 10 men, you know, so they're all there struggling and uh, to not have this door collapse on them. And he just leaves them there, you know, but good, good motto to live by as well, you know? Yeah. And then the wild bunch show up in the scene again. It, it just craziness. Yeah. I think uh, this, this was where they were loading up the dynamite in, uh, in their saddlebags and, nobody's like yeah i'm making a note of this <laughs> yeah their their saddles have these like bright shiny whatever pieces of silver or whatever yeah. on them that they kind like to, of they like to be seen <laughs> yeah exactly so um he takes note of that you know remembers all the saddles and then uh they the wild bunch gets their dynamite and leaves and then the cowboys from the from the bar they're looking for revenge on nobody and and um and they go into the house of mirrors and nobody ends up kind of having some fun with them in the house of mirrors you know nothing um, could be more cartoonish <laughs> yeah <laughs> and this is when you know nobody and jack end up fighting off a few of the bandits together and then jack comes out and those those bomb goons try to get the drop on Jack with dynamite and Jack ends up getting the drop on them. And, um, that's when they try to light, um, they try to light the, the dynamite and, but they, they can't really like stop because Jack's got a gun pointed on him, you know? So they've already lit the fuse and, then Jack just kind of walks out with barely any time left. So they all blow up again, you know, yeah. type of deal. And um, yeah, you see some, uh, again, some pretty, pretty good, pretty good shooting from Jack and nobody. Uh, Jack ends up in the, um, in the house of whores or house of mirrors as well. And they're, they're both kind of, shooting all around and and just 
just playing absolute jokes on these on these you know other cowboys that are looking for their revenge. <clears throat> yeah, at this point, does he does he is he getting behind that uh that big wooden like uh swinging <laughs> guy? I think that I think that's just in a little while. I think that's a little bit later on. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, but also another great scene, and um. And yeah, so uh, it's right after that that they they meet that old guy who was who had the claim on the mine with the Nevada kid and Red, um, both of which died. And the uh, <clears throat> old guy um, basically tells the story to Jack that, um, or Jack te- pays him to tell a story, and you know, the, the old guy kind of just said, there's no gold here and kind of quit. And then that's, but the Nevada kid stuck with it and ended up finding a bunch of gold and you start to think, okay, well, the, the wild bunch is being paid by Sullivan to steal gold from other mines. So maybe that's, maybe that's who killed the Nevada kid. Um, because you know, they're, they're, stealing other people's gold from their minds that kind of thing so, oh yeah that's a good point that's that's pretty possible that's very possible yeah and it, it's then right right after that is when nobody starts uh beating up the the two cowboys with that spinny oh yeah wooden thing Go-go. and it's <laughs> yeah <laughs> it it's like I just I just thought I was watching Bugs Bunny again, you know. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Uh, he messes he messes with them. It's he's like it's such a prankster. Yeah. I was waiting for him to say like ain't I a stinker or something like that, you know. <laughs> um I mean it's some really like funny sound effects too with it all when he hits them, you know, it's it's oh, very yeah. like it they do a great job with the sound effects. <laughs> And then, um, you know, nobody ends up getting into the going and finding the old man too. And Jack's still there and they start playing, playing, or they start shooting, shooting, shooting pool, literally. Yeah. Yeah. So they're (laughs) shooting the balls. (laughs) Like where are those bullets going? Cause they're, they're ricocheting off of the ball. So like, I don't, there's, there's like bullet holes all in that old guy's house. I'm sure, you know? <laughs> yeah. And, um, um, that's when, uh, nobody tells the story about the, the little birdie in the, oh, and the, story. And the, and the coyote. Yep. Yeah. The old man is, is I have it here. He is, he is digging that story. He's like, he's riveted. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> His, his facial expressions while he's telling that story is so funny. Yeah. And, and I, I got here kind of after, after that story and everything, you, you start to realize that nobody's like the, the face of optimism and, and Jack is like a hardcore pessimist, you know, yeah, they're, they're completely he's, he's over it. <laughs> he's done. <laughs> and then, um, Jack ends up finding, uh, Sullivan 
And uh, Sullivan tells Jack that it, it's actually Red that killed Nevada. And, uh, and you know, it wasn't the Wild Bunch, um, if you could believe that or not. But he finds them in his in Sullivan's mind, so he, you know, he owes $500, so he takes 500 bucks out of Nevada's share. And uh, you still don't know who the Nevada kid is, really. And he also takes a couple of bags of, of gold with him, too. Um, but doesn't kill Sullivan. And, uh, but then that's when you find out that the Nevada kid was Jack's brother. And, um, Jack, Jack didn't really care too much about him. He's, he said that he wasn't that good of a person, you know, uh, he's telling this to nobody. So he, he's not, you know, looking for revenge or anything like that. And, um, you know, again, he just wants to leave and get on a boat and go to Europe and retire, you know, yeah. So, um, but again, nobody's just, he's not, he's not taking no for an answer. He wants, he wants the 100 verse one showdown. It's just, he, he needs that, you know, and, um, and then there's like some riding desert scenes that are just random, you know, of everyone. I think Jack, nobody, and the wild and bunch. The wild bunch. You, you just see them all riding horses, and <clears throat> it doesn't really need to be in the movie at all, but it's in there. Um, so, <clears throat> and then that's when nobody comes up on the uh, railroad where they're loading up a whole bunch of gold. Um, and, um, more, more trickery. Yeah. There's nobody ends up going into the bathroom and there's the train conductor there too. And they, um, they both go to a urinal and they're like facing each other with the urinals and there's a long, yeah, (laughs) long (laughs) silence. Yeah. Super awkward uh, stare down between the two, and then nobody starts whistling, and it, I, I guess that like makes the train conductor like not be able to pee, and he really needs to pee, you know that kind of thing. Yeah, somehow and, uh, that that ends up distracting him so much that uh, nobody's able to kind of slip out and go do some stuff while the driver <laughs> takes a like a huge whiz like it's, yeah. it's crazy it's so. like the the longest piss ever and <laughs> yeah. and so you know nobody just hops in the train and and he takes the train you know and like there's armed guards everywhere and stuff like that and i guess they all just figured oh well you know like, i guess it's it's time for the train. The train's the driver, all loaded yeah. up. So and the driver comes up and like, who's driving the train? And then that's that's when you see like that that fast forward thing when they're uh, running, they're trying to run after the train. That that's a very cartoonish scene too, because how it even closes, it closes like a, a Looney Tunes cartoon would close, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and um it's like so, some Benny like 
you could easily have Benny Hill music <laughs> running. Yes, yes. <laughs> it, it's it's definitely that as well. So um, now nobody just has, you know, this small little train that's got like a few cars that it's carrying that are just full of gold. Um, you know, so he seems pretty happy. And, um, and um, let's see, we're... Yeah, so it's about this time, you know, Jack starts riding and he can see the wild bunch in in the distance and, like, he's kind of thinking things over and then he finally decides, yeah, I'm going to take them all on, you know. It's a good thing he's got, t- he's got two rifles with him, too. Yeah, so he pulls them out and, you know, he's puts on his glasses and all that kind of stuff and he's on these hiding behind these railroad tracks, they kind of make enough of a trench for him, you know, and, um, he's just about to, uh, um, fire a shot, but then the train whistle, um, or the train pulls up and, uh, it kind of breaks, breaks Jack's concentration. And then he sees nobody driving it. So again, they, they cross paths, you know, and, you know, Jack needed an audience to, to take on the wild bunch. And, you know, now he's got his audience. Nobody's there watching him. Yeah, he's there for the show. Mm-hmm. And there's like some telepathic messages that they, <laughs> they, they, uh, they send each other and, yeah, that that's that's when the whole shining saddlebag thing comes into play. He's, that's, uh-huh. he's he knows the ones that are that have those shiny saddlebags aim for those because they're full of dynamite. And this is man, this is such a this is like the the best the best scene. So he's he's just blowing them up, <laughs> and they kind of like hit. He'll fire, and then you know there'll be the explosion, and they kind of like snapshot that explosion of of it so it's it's yeah it's it's pretty cool scene show it in a book like a the, the history book right yeah and um nobody's taking count the whole time he's like you know got a, a piece of chalk or whatever and he's, yes. he's he's etching etching them into what was it a shovel or something yeah, something uh-huh. he was yeah keeping count and so you know jack ends up getting a pretty decent amount of the wild bunch and then he and he jumps on the train with nobody and they get out of there, you know? And um, that's the other thing. Nobody, nobody really loves beans in this movie. He eats, he, yeah. he's eating a plate of beans that he cooked inside the, the steam engine of the train. Lot, lots um, of, lo- lots of eating so- sounds and, and <laughs> mouth, mouth noises. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Sounds like, uh, cattle grazing <laughs> but um you know he shares some with jack as well and they're, they're so they're both just kind of eating eating beans you know and um nobody kind of tells him what he needs to do before he can like officially retire you know and he tells him well you have to die you know so but there's uh but they're both kind of smiling. So you, you kind of sense like there's a, a gimmick going on or something, some kind of 
scheming between these two fellas, you know. And um, then they show up in another town, and it's, you know, classic stare down spaghetti western style, you know. Yeah. Showdown. Uh, yeah. I, the Amazon, the x ray thing said that I, I didn't see it myself, but it, it's it, under Goose. It said that uh, you can see a, uh, like a, a modern fire hydrant. In the, oh yeah, <laughs> in the town. I didn't see it though, but I, I should uh, go to that scene, and rewind it, see if I can find it. Well, there's a few even like uh, you know because both of their hats get shot and they have holes in them, and then in this scene, I noticed that both of their hats, which are the same hats, neither one of them have a hole in it anymore. So I was kind of a little little goof that they did, you know. Yeah. So they have like the whole town is there to witness this. They got like, you know, someone ready to uh, take a picture of it and all that kind of stuff. And um, nobody ends up outdrawing Jack and shooting them and then Jack dies. Um, you know, <clears throat> but um, then you start to hear Jack as a narrator. And um, he's telling nobody he better be careful that he doesn't become a somebody because there'll be someone, you know, out there looking for him, you know, mm -hmm. and doing the same way that Sullivan was looking for Jack, you know. Yeah, that was pretty good. And he, uh, <laughs> he, he's like, I thought about your, your bird in the cow pie story. <laughs> and he's like, he summarized it. <laughs> it's just like when you're up to your nose and shit, keep your mouth shut. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a pretty great moral of the story, you know. Yeah, like that's uh, that makes total sense. <laughs> and so, um, you eventually, you know, you hear Jack narrating, and then you eventually see him. He's on a boat, so I, I would assume he's off to Europe somewhere, and um, he's writing all this down to give to nobody you know and um so the whole thing was a fake of course you know and there's a few guys you know nobody's in the same town of course where the the boat is and um or the ship is <clears throat> and you know you see a few guys trying to trying to get nobody and of course nobody um you know, makes, make short work of them as well, you know, and, um, then Jack's kind of off, you know, and the last scene is nobody in is, is he goes into a barber shop and looking for a shave and haircut. And, um, the guy who's going to shave him is actually the head or the boss of the, uh, wild bunch so they, they're you know they figured out nobody was the other guy that went along with jack and the whole thing so they're looking for nobody now and um what's interesting is uh the leader of the wild bunch was in he's been in a bunch of movies um his name's jeffrey lewis um probably um one of the most notable ones he was in was uh 
high plains drifter with Clint Eastwood, a really, really good uh, Clint Eastwood Western. Nice. And he, he was in a few other Clint Eastwood Western or Clint Eastwood movies, I should say. Um, I think he was in those ones with Clint Eastwood in the orangutan, uh, whichever those like any which way you can or whatever they were called. Um, those, those Western actors, it was kind of like a, a small, small world. There was, there was a lot of, you know, a, a lot of the, the same actors in, in a bunch of other films. It was kind of a tight knit group. Yeah. Yeah. But I remember Jeffrey Lewis the most from, um, Fletch lives the movie Fletch lives with Chevy chase, um, which is a hilarious movie. And he plays like the, the leader of the KKK in that movie. And uh, he just has like a little five, 10 minute clip in it. But um, very funny, funny scene with Chevy Chase in that. So, <clears throat> um, but yeah. Um, so nobody's getting a shave from the leader of the, the wild bunch. And um, movie kind of ends pretty funny, I think. <laughs> Oh yeah, that's hilarious. <laughs> this, this to me was—it just made me laugh so hard. <laughs> kind of the icing on the cake, where you know Jack in the beginning, as soon as the guy starts shaving, he he points a gun into his his gut, basically. Um, you know, and you hear the the cocking of the gun and everything like that. And so no, it's nobody's turn, but he's got to do it his own way. So it's a finger finger gun. It's a finger gun, but it's straight up the beehole of of the guy. So the guy's uh, kind of like, "What? So good, it's so and good." Credits, it, roll credits. Yeah, the end of the movie is just his finger, uh, his finger gun, and it just zooms in onto his butt, and then it's you know end of the movie you can start rolling the credits and that awesome awesome music that's played so um pretty pretty fun movie pretty it's it's what is roughly about two hours long or so so, it's good i i i I, i'll admit the first the first viewing was kind of like oh this is i mean you got some funny parts but this is kind of tough to watch but yeah second third third viewing it's good yeah, it's kind of one of those like uh I guess because of, you know, uh Henry Fonda isn't really known for comedies and you know, it's a spaghetti western. Those are usually, you know, action and drama and all that kind of stuff, not really comedies. So you kind of have to get your mind in the right you, you got to get in the right right yeah. mindset for this movie, you know. Yep it's 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 different for sure yeah so but um so how do we do our uh rating system yeah yeah we're so let me because it's been a while since we've done this so it's it's how many how many uh shots in the air do we give it (laughs) well it's um i think it's so you got two two guns in your in your holsters and it's either um, you put them up and shoot them, 
and if it's really good, you spin them. You know, if it's just good, you you might, you know, if it's just okay, you might raise one gun up in the air and shoot it. If it's, you know, if it's something that you think everyone should see at least once, then it's shoot both guns in the air. And if it's like just an an epic, great one, then it's fire tw- both guns in the air and and you do a little twirl twirl at the end back in yeah got it got it yeah you know i mean it's goofy it's it's fun um the music is 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 funny man it's 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 you know it's got a good story it's got a good um you know ending there's a lot of action the the explosions the wild bunch all good stuff uh i'm giving it i'm giving it two guns two shots uh but i'm gonna i'm going to gently uh holster i, I don't i'm not gonna give it a, a twirl yeah i'm i'm the same um <clears throat> i think it definitely everyone should watch it it's 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 a fun movie um it's it's a good watch for sure but it's you know it's not an instant classic or one of those that you know is like just one of the the greats or anything like that but um it's it's definitely a fun watch for sure so um i'm i'm gonna give it the same two guns up in the air nice Um, i think that's fair yeah yeah so uh yeah that's our review of that movie and uh it's it was it was fun that was good it's good to be doing good to be doing this again yeah and um uh, I think our next one, uh, um, I wanted to s- switch it up just a little bit, but I think our next one, um, which we're going to try to do next month, is going to be Ombre. Um, I love it. Instead of, uh, and, and that's with Paul Newman, uh, another another great actor. And, um, you know, he didn't really do too many Westerns, but I, this is one of the ones I think I, I like the most. I believe it's an old uh, Elmore Leonard um, a book that was adapted. Elmore Leonard um, was a real, real good writer. Wrote a bunch of westerns, and then he also wrote like Get Shorty and what became Jackie Brown and and um, oh nice and those those kind of '90s gangster type movies like that. So um, he's he was a really good writer and stuff like that. So. But yeah, another episode down and uh, look forward to to the next one with Ombre. All right. Well, until then, uh, I guess we're signing off. Yeah. So uh, everyone, I hope you enjoyed this one and, and uh, be on the lookout next month for the next one. See you next time. Bye. Bye.